Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. We're back. I'm your host, Ben. With me, as always, are my co-hosts. Going on, it's Matt. Yo, 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 it's Andrew. We took a little bit of a of a hiatus. I had to move my entire setup. I had to, I have arrived in my new domicile. I've got my new fancy uh, you know, R- RGB lighting setup. Folks, if you want to check that out, come come see us on stream. That is also back up and running at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades. Uh, but uh, I've been so freaking busy with, uh, you know, just general work stuff, you know, fitting. I've been fitting work around moving. You know, I've just been getting up every day and tackling one room, then the next uh, unpacked all my like. What I call my workbooks, you know, like my nonfiction uh, uh academic books and shit like that was a fucking chore that almost oh, broke me almost broke me yesterday trying to <laughs> trying to like sort them into some kind of meaningful organization you know some, do i go there's a there's a there's a famous man named dewey who, uh, <laughs> came up with a system for that no we honestly contemplated do we like do we actually em- implement that the Dewey Decimal System? Do we do something like that? Uh, uh, but no, I just like went like by subject. My general understanding of my subject stuff because like I kept, you know, so many of my books and stuff are like from classes and stuff that I, you know I still obviously have to reference and and have in my and you know available for my work. So it's like in my mind though, I like kind of organize them by like oh these are like. L- you know, go together because I, you know, they're all like the same subject in the sense that I, you know, had one class that had all these books. And even though they're all like, you know, I've got plenty of theology and philosophy and all that, but like, they kind of, you know, I mix and match them by that. But then I I did it by that as best I could. And then I did alphabetical. Um, But oh, man, that was that was tough. But like, the the real the real loss here is I have had like no time for gaming. I've completely stagnated on on uh uh Mario plus Rabbids. I mm-hmm. am I'm like maybe halfway through the final planet plus whatever end game thing there is with the final boss. Once you finally figure out who Cursa is, don't tell me, folks. <laughs> Pretty sure we know who it is, but I, but don't tell me. Um. Bowser Jr. in a mustache. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, he's 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 in a powdered wig. Um, because <laughs> uh, it's it's heavily implied that Cursa is a woman. Um, the uh, you know, I I've like made some progress in God of War. It's like mainly just like cleaning up some side content. Like I haven't had an each time I've played, I haven't had enough to really you know dedicate to some story times, like you know the real real story. So I've just been doing like the the berserkers which you know are this this game's version of the valkyries and i've already found two of those fights that are just like nope i am not leveled high enough for this uh not you know <laughs> not not uh i'm not goaded enough on the sticks to 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 handle these yet you're saying um, whenever that happened with a valkyrie my uh like pain side of my brain would tell me that i wasn't allowed to leave until i won right 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 no, I had one that I that I did that. I was like, I know I can beat this 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 fool. I'm learning his his move set. You know, like I just have to like stop making these stupid mistakes. Um, 
like there's like one it's like this one guy had this one move you know like it's you know this is the mechanic the mechanic from from 2018 as well you know it's like the 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 yellow ring attacks you know yeah. like that are that you know you, you can parry but they yeah. they break your stance if you do it wrong um yeah. and like i was like oh i think i know the timing for this one i if you know obviously and you know it's risk reward right because if you parry those it deals more stagger um or stun is what it is um it, you know it deals more stun stuff so i'm like oh i'll do that but then i kept fucking up the timing and it would just like eat like half my health bar and you know you screw up two of those and that's the that's, that's the attempt um yeah you see the way the way i always go into it is i look at it and go okay i have one safe window where i absolutely know after this combo i can get a hit so if I just stand and focus on dodging everything until that one combo comes right. out or figure out how to trigger that one combo. Right, right, right. I don't care if it's going to take me 20 minutes. I will. No, that's that's what I had to learn. You know, you got to learn to be patient. And it's 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 maybe some good prep work for me to actually finally take on Elden Ring. Uh, that, you know, it's like the, to learn that that's how you got to you got to handle things like not just like brute yeah. force your way well, through. That was that was. There my are biggest. builds in Elden Ring that are kind of du- dummy aggressive, like the Unga Booga <laughs> builds that you that you call them. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah. was that was my biggest learning curve in Elden Ring was to be just a little more, more patient for for those windows. What, was it the first thing. time that you went and hit a boss and they didn't stagger and smacked you right back? Because that <laughs> yeah. that's always the my favorite learning moment. And I don't feel like this is I don't feel like this is uh spoiler territory, but it's just like one of those bosses was like would would do a bunch of teleporting basically. And so oh, it's like, like the old uh hell boss. Yeah, so it's like you gotta be you, again, you just gotta be patient until you have like you figure out okay, I've got the he's teleported, he's done a thing, I've you know blocked a move. Now I can I can throw in some I can throw in some hits. I got to say though, the, the berserker fights that I have done or whatever have really turned me. I know Andrew and I were talking about this off, you know, like in a you know just a private conversation that like I, we love all the weapons that they have on you know that you have available. Um, but I was like the beginning of the game, you know, I was you know it was it was axe over anything. It was the Leviathan axe over anything. But mm-hmm. the the real boss fights have like made me like kind of have to really get good with the the blades i have studied the have studied the blades i mean it's sometimes it's good game design to force people off the 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 single primary weapon yeah not to say not to say the leviathan axe is in the same vein of uh ratchet's wrench Mm -hmm. like ratchet and clank like uh, you can try to play the game entirely with a wrench that would be uh, a fun that would be a fun you know kind of nuzlocke kind of uh kind of game run you know Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank, Clank wrench, only. wrench only. Yeah, that, that would be sick. <laughs> oh boy, hit, hit, hitting the buttons that are uh, uh, designed to be shot with gun. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's just been, you know, like, yeah, it's, I'm hoping I'm, we're, I'm, I see the end of the tunnel though. You know, like the, the packing is almost, the unpacking is almost done. I still have more shit I need to go pick up, but like, uh, you know, it's mostly almost done. I've like, cleaned out like the major spaces that needed to be cleaned out so that the dog can have free reign and not worry about her you know you know because she's got to put her nose in every single fucking corner of this new house um you know i got to find all like the old rusty nails and screws and all that shit that have been left in you know the basement and the 
and all that <laughs> shit. But so that was those were some of my first first tests that like just took me all day. But I'm 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 getting there. So hopefully I'll get some real. Yeah, hopefully I have not gone down there. <laughs> I have not gone down to the uh, yeah to the like ye, I said, ye, you guys ye old murder door, basement. When they open that door, no interest. I'm good. I don't I don't need the girl from the ring pulling me down the well. Yeah. But yeah, I have not been able to get uh, enough gaming time in. Um, yeah, uh, pour one out to our our, our missing comrade uh, Mike. He has the flu. Um, however, it's giving him plenty of more game time. More game. I was going to say he has frustrated. He has the poke flu. Yeah, it's like to <laughs> to get uh, you know to get frustrated and throw his switch against the wall. Um, he was he was texting us yes. last night just about yes. how pissed, yeah, yeah how pissed he's getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he had made his peace with and you know was you know had 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 drank the, it, the, it the copium. Yeah, yeah he, he yeah the the cope had gone you know full you know full strength. He had got he he bought violet in addition to scarlet. Um, you know he had gotten past the all his complaints that he listed off in our last episode. Um, but, uh, he's just started, what was it? The, the raid battles and yeah, the, like the, raids or whatever yeah, the peer-to-peer shit is just driving him insane. <laughs> well, he, not to say like you, you deserve this, but you're playing Pokemon <laughs> on a portable console in a not insignificant portion of the kids who are people, I should say before I, yeah, yeah come on we, the punchline. We, we've had this discussion though. Yeah. We've had this discussion. Uh, the but a not insignificant portion of them are uh, children on McDonald's Wi-Fi while they're eating their, their happy meal. Yep. You're occasionally going to run into that where you you have to play on their internet level. Are you not uh, generally gaming from a McDonald's? Cause that's where I do most of it. Uh, Arby's best, <laughs> best internet. I bring, I bring, I bring my Xbox Series S with that 4K attachable monitor. Plug it in into in the bathroom at, at, at McDonald's. That's where I do all my gaming. Yeah, you go uh, to the the handicap stall and you plug in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, that was like my the the first major topic I wanted to talk about today. Um, it's just like I've just been seeing this this trend. I can't say that it's it's really new. Um, you know, we take, you know, like the the real kind of watershed moment as like, you know, the cyberpunk effect type of thing. But like, why are we seeing such a uh, a more consistent, you know, streak of major double and triple A games releasing in this unfinished, unpolished, unoptimized state? You know, like we've just, I've got a, I've just got a, like a, a handful of games here that I just want to like list off and then we can talk about them more individually. But we like have like, and this is just in like the most recent memory, right? The past like month, yeah. month and a half. We have Gotham Knights, Sonic Frontiers. Fixed. Yes, Sonic Broken. Frontiers, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Still not fixed. Uh, Warhammer Dark Tide just came out. Still kind of fixed. Eh, we'll talk the, about the, it. I've got some like, things. Yeah, I haven't. I'm not seeing as much negative as I was on release day. No. I mean, it's we're like only three days outside of release, and I'm seeing more positive stuff. So that's a good. That's a good sign. Um, and then we have the most recent, the re- most recent uh, malefactor, uh, which I don't think has it been released yet. Was that just was it? Is it releasing in the next couple days? Ballisto? Or? Yeah, Ballisto just, released yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, okay. Out. 
Okay. And uh, so P- like, PC already has a patch out that fixes like 99% of quote the, unquote the hiccups. fixes. The thing you sent us today was like, uh, yeah, you're still going to see like some stuttering in mm-hmm. the menu when you first yeah, log on. That's, but that's the shader compilation. That's a Unreal Engine 4 thing that you can't yeah. get around. Yeah. But the, um, the thing they were running into before was that it wasn't compiling the shaders and it was doing it in game. So you were getting stutters all the time when uh, things were loading in, which uh, led to what it was. So I do think there is there is also a, a unique thing going on here is that several of these there there is some difference in, in you know in these games right it's like they all have these problems with their optimization and their performance and all this like they're unfinished in that regard. Then there are some others that you know some of some of them are still being praised for you know their there's still like, you know, a good game underneath, you know, that, you know, that, that, that is being marred by these things. But then you have ones like Gotham Knights. Um, people are maybe getting mad at me saying, including Sonic in that one. Um, I mean, you know, every for- like legitimate uh, gameplay or reviewer that I've watched basically says like the novelty wears off really quickly and it like doesn't expand on it, which makes it like every other Sonic game. So, yeah. I mean, it's just like all like the reviewers that were like self-professed Sonic fans were being like so many of them were just like you basically, you know, like I want to love this. I love Sonic. He's my blue. He's my blue son. You know, like like I, I can't say too much bad about him, but like you could just hear it in the tone of their voices. Right. And, you know, then the video reviewers and stuff that are just like, you know, they're just they're so pained with like uh, the state of these things. But uh say callisto is also just getting panned as just being a bad game you know being beautiful to look at when when it's actually running and apparently you know it runs better on console and you know hopefully with this the the, the funny part being that it runs best on ps5 and then mediocre on xbox and poorly on pc at launch was the it's like the the quality yeah, wanna, mode on PS5. Yeah, you, you want to break that down. Yeah, you want to break that down what 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 the uh, what the internet sickos were saying about that. Yeah. Well, they because Sony gave them dev kits before the PS5 came out and like gave them a guiding hand. Apparently it's a conspiracy to make Microsoft look bad. <laughs> um <laughs> Because the PS5 version runs with ray tracing in, uh, in its quality mode at a steady-ish 30 frames per second. So do they do they couple... have like an explicit performance and then a performance RT, or do they have? Is it just they performance have quality has... and performance? So that's nice. That's nice that that it just that the performance just has ray tracing in it because usually you have to do a specific. You either do you know perform it. Say like the two examples that stick out in my head were. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and um, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, and I think I'm pretty sure I could be wrong about this, but I'm Horizon? I could be I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure Horizon had a performance in a performance RT mode. So I think it's like, well, I think that's typically more of a first party thing, uh, like more choices. Yeah, this is. A I mean, I always I always went uh, I always went performance RT because it's like you sacrificed a little bit. Usually, the the biggest thing was like. Uh, crowd density so that's something like yeah uh, miles morales and uh and ratchet and clank would be like you'll see less ships in the sky for ratchet you'll see less people on the streets of new york um for miles morales but otherwise you know it's you're still getting you're hitting you know solid 60 frames and 
you know, some better graphics. So it was a, a good compromise in my, in my opinion. The, the funny part being that all of this grand conspiracy uh, spinning was pretty much dispelled immediately when uh, they put out the patch on Xbox that implemented it and said it was a bug that it wasn't there at launch. And, you know, all the, the spinning disappeared pretty quickly. Yeah. So it's no, a what, the only thing I've seen regarding Callisto is that the combat is very divisive mm. and yeah. that it, it's sometimes bogged down by it's well designed for single encounters. But when you get multiple enemies going yes. at the same time, it can be difficult. Yes. I saw that because, because of, the, of dodging like the, mechanic. the dodging and the, in the auto lock, you know, and the, 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 the auto aim shit, like it just makes yeah. it like you're, you can't, but everything I've seen consistently dodge or get, shoot the thing uh, you want to. Once you get whatever like telekinetic glove thing, then mm. it becomes a lot like the the combat becomes kind of secondary to the everything else because that's mm. kind of like the. I mean, it's that's that is like I think the most the most glaring fault in my mind, you know, because again, PC issues are gonna are almost par for the course. It's it is part of the discussion that I wanted to have though. Is like we've like you know come to accept that you know and and expect that. I mean, like. You have games that like you know a, a day one patch is nothing to you know be cr- super critical of. That just that's it's, all. It's essentially every game nowadays. Yeah, and 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 say like like Nintendo uh, tends to avoid them. That yes, tends to be. I only had one. I think recently. I feel like Mario plus Rabbids had one. Um, but yeah, was, was that split. a day one? Like you put it in on launch day, or was that a day one? Like when you played it a couple days later, there was a. I mean, I don't think I. Now you're testing my memory. I don't remember if I played it on launch day. I think you played it after. I think I played it. So the only reason I bring that up is that because they typically don't do day one patches, which is the like put the game in on launch day and have to do an update. Yeah. Let's say something like God of War Ragnarok had a day one patch, but like, yeah. And has had patches since. um, But like, they're. I, I haven't noticed any problems with them. You know, maybe you get a little bit. I've got like a, you know, random piece of pop in here and there, like very, very minor. Um, you know, I haven't seen anything like that. I've actually heard that Ragnarok is like a technical marvel on PS4, and that it plays like nearly as well on like the PS4 Pro as the PS5. It's like just like really well optimized i, for the I choose hardware. to ignore i choose to ignore that because i still enjoy all the the memes of you know people like you know put about to you know put the god of war ragnarok into my my you know ps4 slim and you know it's the the meme where it's like the, the <laughs> fan spin up and then you touch it and it explodes and it's just <laughs> yeah well the, no, notably the pro was better thermally than right, the slim. right i had right. a slim and that thing was a jet engine for horizon I don't think I had. I didn't have the slim or the pro. I don't think I had school. I don't think I had the, but I don't think it was like the, the didn't did they have like a a a a middle model a mid refresh? Yeah, did they have that? Because I feel like I didn't. I don't think I had like day one. Um, I don't think the PS4 had a mid a mid refresh. I think their mid refresh was the slim and pro. Okay, I think you're right. So I must have had yeah the original model and because oh the, P- the PS3, the PS3 had like thirty thousand yeah. variants. Well, yeah, that first PS3 I, was ugly. Yeah, the shiny one. The first PS3 was also backwards compatible all the way to PS1. So don't you dare disparage that console. That's true. Sir. I mean, you're not wrong about that. 
And then the, the very next iteration took that away from us. Yeah. They, they realized they'd rather resell them to you. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, no, because Sony didn't resell them to you for like 20 years. Until <laughs> they made a little, a, a little mini PS1 console that sold poorly because it was uh, not as good quality as the uh, Nintendo ones, which actually like felt like the old console, like quality plastics and Mm, interesting yeah i had the pro and that thing still fucking made a ton of noise oh no i'm not saying that the pro is quiet it was just better thermally (laughs) than the slim i still have i still have mine back at the old my ps4 back at the old house i don't know what i'm gonna do with it i mean like i said i could maybe give it to mike but i don't really know i mean the disk drive doesn't work uh you know is what you do is you leave it at the you leave it there so that anytime you go back you can remote play from your ps5 to that that's why i I kept mine i think it would explode i think i i'm fairly certain it would explode um Open it up and see how much tar is built up inside of it. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I mean, that would be a fun experiment. Uh, I had to do that with uh, with the TV. I had to clean off the TV. The TV. It was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> but not to attribute that to any one thing, because a lot of things were smoked up there. But cigars are. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They leave I mean, a film. Yeah, there's going to be none of that in this new in this new space. Um, Oh man, you're not gonna wake up every morning and just spark up a black and mild right out of bed. <laughs> it's the only wood, way to wake a up. A nice, a nice wood tip. Yeah, wood yeah, tip. a That's wood how tip. I start wine. my day. <laughs> uh, but just back to the, this, you know, talking about these different games. Like, I, I do wish Mike could be here to give us the more firsthand experience because the rest of us aren't fucking sickos to <laughs> you know, waste our time or money on. Um, on, I, yet, on yet another unfinished game, I had you know say I don't own any of these. I will p- try to play Dark Tide because it's on Game Pass. Um, and like if I had more time, I would have I would have really liked to have tested it out before this this podcast. But I simply have had no time. Um, yeah, it's like my uh, my DM had asked me if I was going to get Scarlet and Violet if they ever like patched it. Mm-hmm. I was like honestly, I like look back at it. It's like I haven't co- really consistently been like a pokemon fan like i played like blue because it came out when we were like at the perfect age to play pokemon Mm -hmm. Uh, i played gold because again like the perfect age to play pokemon and then i didn't play another mainline title until i graduated college because i had a 3ds and they had like the the third generation they had ruby uh like the remake of that on sale for like 10 bucks and i bought that yeah, I think I played blue, red, and uh, what was the one on DS that I played that I always forget and have to ask Mike for? Who's not here? Was it Pearl? Was that the one? Sapphire or Pearl? That was right. One of those. Di- Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. Ruby and Sapphire. Diamond, Boy. Maybe I had wow. Diamond. I don't. I'm, I don't remember. Um, I'm the. the uh, I'm the furthest back. Gold. Gold's the last Pokemon game I played. I'd be right there with you if I hadn't picked up the 3DS one. And looking back on it, because I sold my 3DS shortly after I had it, uh, I should have replaced that with The Link Between Worlds, because that's a better 3DS game. And that never came to Switch like I thought it would. Since I've really fully embraced, you know, like how much I enjoy, like, you know, turn-based games and stuff, I, I feel like I, sh- I should give it another shot, you know? Yeah. Try to get back into it, feel feel out how there is actual strategy, like... I never like even when no, I played for the meme, you should play like, Digimon. 
you should, you're, you're should not, join me on the Digimon side wrong. of things so that we, well, can, we can outnumber him. What was the last Digimon, the most recent Digimon game that was actually pretty well received? Uh, are you talking about Survive? Yeah, probably. Because from my perspective, it's uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth and then the, the sequel, Hacker's Memory. Yeah, maybe I'll have to give it a tr- I'll have to give it a shot. But uh yeah, I, I wish I yeah, wish my join me been- on the dark side. Yes. <laughs> I wish Mike could have been here though, just to like go over this part because this was like this came out like roughly two weeks or a week and a half or so after launch. Just the story about um there's like at one point, this is no longer the case, but like at one point, service technicians for Nintendo were claiming that they had not received any complaints uh regarding the performance state of Scarlet <laughs> and Violet. Violet, you know, local that, blind man says he can't read. <laughs> like, uh, there's something to go. It was we won't get into it, but it was just funny. Um, but it was something about like how it's most likely because of how Nintendo had contracted their uh, call center things it's like the that that's that's common practice in customers in call center customer service is just to be like oh nope you're the first one telling me about, about oh this. you're you're experiencing something oh it's not widespread it's just you so this basically you know they're sorry there's nothing we can do about it at the moment but it's just like the the, the absolute unmitigated gall nintendo was the girl with the gall uh you know just to say that you know that that, oh yeah we we've we've heard nothing (laughs) i mean they've launched a patch and the funny part that i've seen because i don't tend to like poke my nose too far into things that i don't actually care about uh the only thing i've seen is that it's like actually like worse like made some areas worse like oh the the new patch the new patch yeah yeah, that, it's that, like lowered performance in some areas at the gain of like a couple others. I mean, what they put in it was ridiculous. So it was like they put out this recent patch. It was only a, a gig in size, you know, one one gigabyte. Well, um, and to defend that one part, uh, Nintendo games are historically small. Sure, and particularly so like with their them patches splitting perspective the two, right? of the size of the game are different. But like but with yes. the with the sheer size of and, and the fundamental nature of what's going on here, that's that's nothing. Yes. No, uh, I, I was just making it be known it's different than a one gigabyte update for like 150 gig COD. Right, right, right. I, absolutely. It is relative, but still speaking relatively, yes. that's nothing. Yeah, um, I was just putting a perspective on the scale. But it's like they did something like they said uh, they one one of the one of the bugs that they that they highlighted is like an issue being fixed with music, not playing correctly during a battle with some of the elite four and like the, the top champion for what the team star or whatever. Um, and it's like, Oh yeah. Like there's a, there's a quote here. It's like, yeah, sure. My game keeps crashing to menu and half the time I'm battling Pokemon half wedged into rocks, but at least the music will play properly in that one bit <laughs> near the end. I think the funniest thing I've seen was they were in a battle all of a sudden, the wall next to them disappeared. They finished <laughs> the battle, and then they fell through the wall that had disappeared. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we we joke and say, you know, this is a baby game, you know, like that. Like, what do you think the literal children are doing when faced with these game-breaking bugs? They don't know what to do. <laughs> do these kids I mean, know how to reload a it, save? I was going to say, it depends on the, like, the age group there, but I think there's a, a sweet spot where they lack the, like, permanence of object. 
to like, oh, I restarted. Like, oh, whatever happened didn't happen. It's gone. Yeah, it's just like, you know, uh, you know, Pokemon level go up, shiny colors, brain chemicals. Do, get do, 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 do. Uh, but yeah, so with this patch, though, there was like tacked on to the very end was a, a this tiny little acknowledgement that, you know, finally admitting that something's not that things aren't going right. It, things aren't good, folks. Yeah, they say <laughs> we are aware that players may encounter issues that affect the game's performance. Uh, you know, May is doing a whole lot of heavy lifting yeah, there. Big lift. <laughs> are the customers who are emulating our game on better playing hardware? Uh, they they don't have problems. So it's like that. That's actually like you know that's a jo- I know that's a bit, but like uh, you know that's a, an interesting you know ethical question when a company cannot be you know bothered to uh, make their game you know run well um say particularly if you've already paid for it you know is it ethically acceptable to to emulate so i can i can game? say I, we'll just say for legal reasons we are not uh recommending that no, you i can say that. that on my steam deck when i use redacted um and have tested redacted it is noticeable the difference in power and i'm not being like oh the switch is weaker than the steam deck it obviously released like five years before it is also like a third the size <laughs> like overall like the the switch is aiming for a significantly smaller form factor you know the de- detachable controllers and whatnot but like yeah it is noticeable when you play on more modern handheld hardware the difference if no, you use redact but yeah uh, no obviously but it's like my friend. question my question is though it's like is it you know is it ethically okay to do that when when they are they obviously have such little you know they have such disdain for the player base and be like, so, you know, we, we, you know, we can't be bothered to actually I, I ship can only you a game, from, ship you a game that is, that is playable. You know, I can only speak for my own usage and my own usage only ever falls into games that I already own. Yeah. You've already, you've already paid for it. And if I can't play it in the way that I've, you know, try, you know, could obviously be, yeah, trying to do it, you know, legally the right way first, but it's like, you know, if, if they can't be bothered to, you know, Make well, it it's more of it's more of a where... like if I'm going somewhere and I don't want to carry both. Like it's nice to just have to be able to carry one. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the, the statement keeps going though. It's like our our goal is always to give players a positive experience with our games, and we apologize for the inconvenience. We take the feedback from players seriously and are working on improvements to the games. Okay, sure. We'll 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 stay tuned for that one. <laughs> I'd be genuinely curious what they're going to try to do to make it run better because I don't know what they they going to target resolution. They're going to try to lower, uh, like maybe they're going to try to lower distance rendering and try to like fog it up a little bit so that you uh, don't have to deal as much with like the rendering out as far. But I, from what I've seen, I don't know how they're going to turn this around. They've sold enough copies, so again, as far as they're concerned, you know, 10 like million in three days. It's just like you know, wipe their hands. We're good. Let's build the next. Highest let's, let's selling do the next game one. in the longest. Is it the longest running most franchise. Uh, promises like, made? Promises, yeah, kept. whatever it is, it's like the most profitable franchise or something like that. 
So the only other the other game that we have here, like we've we've talked about Gotham Knights and Sonic Frontiers on earlier episodes. We don't need to get too much more into that. Um, I do want to just talk a little bit about Dark Tide. Like this is again, this is largely all. I mean, it's all uh, secondhand from us because I ha- I haven't been able to put any any time into it. I would like very much like to give it give it a test, but like we talked about, like you know, we were all excited. At least you know, say the three of us here were 40k fans. You know, we wanted to be able to play, you know, together and co-op. But it's just like the real the first thing being, you know, the even before launch, you know, like the the recommended settings. Right. Yeah. You don't even think that Andrew's laptop can handle this, you know, no, that's I, I was looking at it and was like, we'd be pushing Andrew's laptop to like screen levels. Yeah, I wouldn't even like talk, talk about like, oh, we should try and stream it. No, 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 no. I wasn't even talking no. about that. I just like wanted to play just, you know, recreationally. Yeah. Um, but like because it required a 2060 to run it, uh, if I remember correctly, that was 1080. Uh, 30. 30 frames. I'm, I'm basing it off memory, but uh, you have to consider the fact that a 2060 is not at the face value the same as a 2060 in a laptop because he has a lower TDP. Uh, yeah, they've got the they've got less version. cores and stuff, right? Yeah, From, and it's no uh, very significantly choked by uh, heating and cooling mm. because of the chassis of the laptop. Like, unless you get some of those like chunky like real big gaming laptops like you don't have enough cooling to run a, a traditional like even like a 2060 or a 1060 do those do those cooling pad things do any good no those external those no. external things no. that no <laughs> i no. told you about I, i've sent you that picture i won't i won't i won't actually you know name drop them uh uh, but my one of my D and D party members, uh, you know, group members, sent that picture of her running, El- having to run Elden Ring on her laptop yes. using ice packs, <laughs> putting ice packs <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, uh, so I've actually, I mean, I haven't actually tested out gaming yet on it because I again, I haven't had enough time to to figure everything There's out. No time. But- but the so far I've been impressed by my my new laptop. The yeah, the fan kicks on and you know it's audible, but yeah. it's not nearly as loud as I thought it would be. Oh. I haven't put it under load, so I don't really know what no, but uh, like it's not really a good good uh, barometer. Like I've gamed and streamed on my laptop simultaneously, and it's significantly weaker than yours. Uh and like, yeah, the fan would spin up. Like there were a couple times, I think there were a couple games that I played and streamed simultaneously that I uh, I stopped streaming that game because when I went over and shut everything down, it was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like you are, I could fry an egg on you. Yeah, shed yeah. shed a single tear. Uh, but yeah, so post release of this game, though, you see so much about you know, again, this is exactly the and this is the been the case for all these games you know since gotham knights is the most obvious one about like that whole that whole uh fracas was about you know not being able to even consistently hit 30 frames right you know and they for action yeah it was locked to 30 on console yeah it's like these action games like really do require higher frames and particularly something like dark tide which is like these massive hordes you know you can understand technically why why it struggles 
but it's like you know you're gonna fucking die you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna be able to play like if if the frames are not high enough um but yeah so it's like you know similar uh you know poor frame rate consistency then there's like then there's all some there people are then complaining about uh lack of you know or some incomplete features lack of mission varieties like the claim that in like that they removed the the player scoreboard for missions because of quote unquote toxicity in in previous you don't want to know a fun from fact Chat about Chart. that uh blizzard famously didn't have a scoreboard in overwatch one because same thing you know toxicity bad and uh they decided that, to bring it into argument, Overwatch 2. Is that argument just be like, oh, like people in the voice chats being like, you know, you fucking idiot, you you died 20 times and didn't get a yes, single it, kill. It, it basically kind of gives people receipts that they can like uh, call out a single individual. And what they didn't realize was that uh, people don't need the receipts to call out a given individual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the amount of times that I would like Cause like I'm a support. So I I'm watching everything unfold in front of me on the field. It's like, I'll watch like my tank die once. And then the DPS will be like, Oh my God, shit tank has died the entire game. He's never alive. <laughs> yeah. uh, report him for throwing. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I just uh, wrote his, I just sent his IP address. And oh, I, just address your IP. And I, just, I, just, I just pulled your IP. <laughs> that is so cap junior. I just pulled your IP. Yeah. No, like, it, the but they added the scoreboard to Overwatch 2 because they want to be more esports like and more esports friendly, and that's one of those features where it's like helps for helps. This is a, all, this all is, you could do in Overwatch One is see if your teammates were dead or not. This is a quick little. Uh, we can you know either transition or uh, just be a digression. You're talking about esports. Um, I haven't been able to look too much into it, but like, what's going on with? Uh, Nintendo or say with like the cancellation of these smash tournaments Nintendo traditionally speaking has never been fully supportive of competitive smash it has always been like tangentially okay with it like and yeah I, I mean think- like there it's it, I know I know that much in that like it goes it goes along the lines of them being incredibly hawkish with how they they treat how their people handling is. yeah and people handling their ip you know like they yeah. are well you know they're, the they're nintendo got really upsetty spaghetti a couple years ago when it came to light that a majority of the top competitive super smash brothers players might or might not have been pedophile sex pest <laughs> uh alleged allegedly yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> We have to. We have, even though we know different. We have I know, to. Say, I know. I know. Say, I know. Or we can speculate just, differently. We we have to say allegedly. Yes. Yes. Um. Regardless, uh, when that <laughs> came out, they became very bullish on like we shouldn't be like this is a bad thing for us. Like we should not be like around this. Like so, I think they've been very anti-competitive, and the only game they really care about that way is Splatoon. And the only way it gets competitive in Splatoon is uh, not really because it's just Splatfests, which are the like community things. And like like, the weird ass Splatoon hologram concerts. There's like something going on with the 
this one particular tournament or tournament organizing in this in the I don't even I don't even know is is it like a an esports group or was were they the an organizers this group Panda? Oh yes, uh, I I, so I had very little I didn't really know anything about Oops. it like like I had I mean again I'm not tied into the, into esports and the global. All. Yeah, I'm not tied into esports at all, so I like have very little. I like I had never heard of them before. So the only reason I remember them is because they were a major sponsor for a YouTube channel who did Smash content. Who, when all of the the happening happened, uh, disappeared for a little while. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Whether or not that means involvement, whether or not that just means like, oh, wow, I was taken back that these people that I was, you know, making a lot of video content with are, uh, you know, not cool. Yeah. Traditionally Problem- speaking. Problematic, shall we say, diplomatically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I saw something like uh, Ludwig was like offering like to host and fund like they're you know, like a a makeup yeah. tournament you know like to, like to help help like the you know the creators who are involved and who are going to like lose out on you know because people make this stuff their job right you know so you know good on him i guess for you know trying to pick up the slack that sucks that that happens and yeah, i can't say it's, I, I wasn't surprised at all like you know we we hear story after story yeah nintendo and i do recall some you know that that's smashed competitive smash is a consistent thing that that uh nintendo you know does not like to let happen they don't like to they don't like letting their ip out of their control they traditionally didn't even run first party like smash tournaments since i think it was melee and that was because melee like melee competitive got like that was toxic that that was um uh like next level toxicity in person at sweaty land parties (laughs) but speaking of nintendo we got another mario trailer and character posters what do you guys what do you guys think i mean the 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 instant i saw the peach poster i knew there was going to be some really bad edits of it (laughs) and i wasn't wasn't wrong as they were up on reddit within like 30 minutes uh i also will say that uh peach wearing her racing outfit with her halberd is going to simultaneously awaken and enrage 50% of each side of the uh, the spectrum. Yeah, I, I can say like from that from that poster Princess Peach is here to stomp on my balls and I am <laughs> here for it. What was the thing I said it was like this peach knows you've been looking at her lewds and it's like yeah. what is she going to do make me wear the tanuki costume and make me walk around on all fours while she walks me on a leash? <laughs> I mean, they, didn't they show something about there? You know, didn't wasn't in this trailer. Mario it will yeah. have the Tanuki suit. Yes. Yeah. And she she picked up a fire flower at one point. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, plenty of those. Plenty of those things. I do agree. I with, just can't believe they went woke with the uh, you know the the Pride Flag Bridge, man. Yeah. Yeah. People are so fucking dumb. I mean, I I, <laughs> I have to admit, I did do a little bit of you know seal clapping when. Uh, when I saw the Mario Kart, you know, the Mario Kart stuff and this like Rainbow Road, Rainbow Road, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, no, I, I did that when he jumped on the donut block that fell. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God, they're actually putting a 2D platforming section into this movie. Right, 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 right. Um, 
But man, the I'm the, actually a little bit worried that they're trying to put too much shit into this movie from that trailer. Sure, sure. It'll there, it's, there was it's a just lot gonna, it, that it's just going to be like you know a, a, a reference re- reference fest. Yeah, I, which I, I mean agree. isn't necessarily out of the line of what Illumination does. So right, I'm, and then something like a license. You think there's going to be a minion hidden somewhere? Definitely. The, uh, you know, but just like the, the real, you know, the elephant in the room is the man, the Chris Pratt voice, like, like, you know, the man himself is incredibly problematic and, you know, is, you know, not cool. And, you know, that is, you know, I think, uh, oh, he's star Lord. You take that back. He's the coolest, you know, it's just like, you know, he, he should kind of be like, you know, forgotten to the dustbin of history for all that shit. But like, if this doesn't, at least if this, you know, doesn't lose him, some of those, some of those kind of roles. Like I don't know what the I don't I don't think there's any hope for for I think it's it's a it's a larger a smaller sign of the larger doom of our of our collective culture. I mean, I I sent the meme of the uh, like Charlie yes. Day using his regular voice. The work, oh, the, work so the workplace harassment meme. Yeah, it's just yeah. like Charlie Day using using his regular voice. Yeah, very cool. And like the yeah, um security uh, with with it's a me a Mario. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, any I mean, any I, any sort of Brooklyn accent that people thought they were getting from like one mushroom kingdom, here we come. Uh is not there. It yeah. is not real. That's copium. No, it was it was, you know, it's Chris Pratt. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. I will say this trailer. You told me the me... man who doesn't have range didn't show range. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say this trailer made me slightly more interested in the movie overall, though purely. I'm for gonna watch it. I don't care. Jack, Jack Black's Bowser. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging what he's doing there. I, I'm, I I'm gonna that. go to the Montpelier movie theater in my trench coat alone. <laughs> I, I do like, I do like that that Luigi is the the damsel in distress. Oh, that's so, the other woke thing that everyone's mad about. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I do think it's funny though. Um. Like it's, I think people are being like, "Yeah, is uh, is is Bowser gay for Luigi?" And I'd be like, uh, "Yes, yes." Please. <laughs> I mean, he was doing uh, BDSM as he was plucking his mustache. <laughs> what do you think would be Luigi's safe word? Ooh, Luigi. Owie, owie. <laughs> but he says that too. He says that too frequently, you know. That's what his go-to. What does he get? What does he say when he gets scared by ghosts in like Luigi's mansion? Also, also too, goes, ah. also too frequently. I don't know. It'd have to be something about like you know him admitting that he's cucked to Mario. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mario is a superior plumber, something like that. <laughs> Mario's Overall, I thought that trailer, obviously the first trailer was more of a teaser than anything else. I thought this right. second trailer did a better job of uh, more or less showing us what we're to expect. You, you know, know if, are we going to get the real heroes of the Mario story in Wario and Waluigi? Because I'm, I mean, I don't think so. And it's, that's what like hurts, hurts me. Uh, I'm just going to let you know, there's no way they're going to put Waluigi in the first movie. Like you know, listeners at home can't Waluigi see. Waluigi is going to fill me, the Knuckles but... role, and he's going to be voiced by Idris Elba. <laughs> Oi, bruv! 
I mean, yes, absolutely. Yes. Like that's 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 prophecy yes. being fulfilled. <laughs> Say Knuckles Knuckles was sexy because he was right. voiced by Idris Elba, and uh, you know we Knuckles all know... in Sonic Two was one of the best parts. All all of his like they they did all of the dumb Drac stuff where it's like he takes things literally, but it was Idris Elba, so it was better. Yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't know. I don't know that I'll go see it in theaters. I'll watch it when it comes out. Absolutely, oh, no. we're, we're going to theaters. <laughs> trench coats, uh, fedoras, going sunglasses. going together, but separate, but individually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually closer to that movie theater now. It's actually not, yes. it's actually not an hour ride for me anymore. You're you're also oh no, oh, no. To people the, are going to uh, people are going to be able to try theater. say no you've given them the third the third the, the yeah. third category they're going to be able to triangulate where I am dog I'm giving them a line this is a line <laughs> yeah there's no triangulation there also we've said three towns that are re- replicatable in other uh, states uh. How are we doing for time? We're doing pretty good. Um, ooh, so there's there's a couple there's a couple stories uh, that I kind of wanted to mention. Um, we talked about it on an, on a excuse me on an episode a while ago because this story really kind of broke right around the the original release of Elden Ring, but we've getting getting more confirmation that turns out working for from software is like playing a souls game um <laughs> and but the real question is yeah is it is it like playing demon souls remake or dark souls 2 what's the so that's 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 the real question i just vietnam flashbacks yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah being ganked by the third set of five enemies to jump over the wall is it is it as the you know the which is why i really bring this story is it is it like the quote from the one worker that they say it's kind of tense in a way there's a lot of struggle to get things right but if you get over the hump it is very satisfying it's just like you defeated a boss in dark souls you know i I wish dark souls 2 has no satisfaction (laughs) i can't i can't agree to that statement Demon yeah. Souls has lots of satisfaction, other than the fact that it's a bit gimmick heavy. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, yeah, is it is it actually like that? You know, I think it's just like they're my reading. Maybe of it's this, more akin least. to Bloodborne. Yeah, I know. My, but my reading is just that, like that, uh, you know, they're very much caught up in the, you know, it's an honor to work in a field, you know, that we're passionate about. You know, we just we we just love being able to play video games, so we'll put up with a lot of shit. Including including the craziest part of that story of the fact that they somehow get paid less when they work overtime. Yeah, which that is like which is what? which is unique, which is unique in not even just the industry, but in Japan as well. Like sometimes like they received half pay versus time and a half or whatever, which other other Japanese create uh uh studios in the in the market. Essentially you know, it's trying to incentivize not getting overtime. Yeah. Like trying to get stuff done in your regular time. Well, yeah, but that's not how it works, man. You know, it's like they I, talk, I know. They say they I'm talk not saying that like, Japanese yeah, they, work culture is good. I'm yeah, not defending they, Japanese work culture. They, uh, you know, most most of the, you know, the, some people, some of the, you know, it's it's passing current from soft employees all speaking under anonymity because you know they're not allowed to talk to media. Um, 
you know, some of them do, you know, complain about crunch, you know, that and that the overtime pay is, is not good. But, the, you know, the biggest complaint is just insufficient base pay, you know, base pay that's incommensurate with, you know, the living expenses of, you know, living and working in Tokyo, one of the most expensive cities in the world. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just came out like New York and Tokyo are the top two most expensive cities to live in. Which is surprising that San Francisco isn't up, isn't higher up there. Yeah. It's, Anecdotally, I, I, I don't want to, like I don't want to say higher. this in like a joking manner because it's not something to joke about, but I think the density of homeless people in San Francisco lowers their average, in, uh, like, uh, I mean, like, like the, yeah, cost, cost of living isn't, isn't that much, you know, it's statistically lower because there are more people zero, who, zero who are, plus yeah. who, <laughs> have no, yeah. who have no money to pay for housing yeah, because they are true. because such yeah, policies I, put them I, out. Again, on the I don't want to yeah. say it in like a joking manner, but like, kind of. That's not a fair. That's a, that's a pretty, probably a fair impact there. Like, is there is there like a homeless problem in Tokyo now that I'm like, do do other large city, cities have the same problems that we do? I feel like it is it is again. We I don't know a whole lot about. I, I'm just know. in an American bubble, so I don't really tend exactly. to see international exactly, discussion on it. It's just, I mean, I think it is more of a of a Western phenomenon. It's yeah, it's. I mean, it's certainly an issue in Europe. I I don't know about Asia. Um, and I know Japan tends to have a lot of smaller uh, living, like yeah, they live much um, more from a space perspective. Yeah, their apartments are traditionally smaller. They literally live in the pod, but do they eat the bugs? I mean, I eat soylent green. Huh? Yeah, you're eating. You're already eating the bugs. You got them beat there. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, this is this is nothing really new, and it's yeah. We don't. We're always critical of of crunch. It's never a good way to produce a game. It's never. Uh, it's never actually resulted in you know better performance, better product. Uh, you know obviously better working conditions it's just not the way to do things um but even like you know i mean i and i i worry that you know because of you know the the true kind of meteoric rise of of fromsoft as like you know that has now firmly entrenched itself as a triple a developer but yeah that still has like under 400 employees across the whole studio that you know unless they really you know build out that you know the, the it's just going to be you know more of the same traditionally speaking from soft only ever ran two development teams they had the a team and the b team i don't know what their actual distinctions were but that's how fans have always just uh divided the line like a team worked on bloodborne b team worked on dark souls 2 a team worked on uh dark souls 3 b team worked on sekiro like it's not like B teams worse. I'm just saying that they did work on Dark Souls too. Yeah, I was surprised at the base fees, the base compensation too, though. That that seemed low. They they have started to. I mean, they're following suit um, with it's a it is a growing trend with Japanese developers. They are implementing slight raises to base pay. Yeah, there was a story earlier that there was a raise going out. Uh, I thought you were going to reference the funny thing that I've seen where Japanese developers have started hiring quote-unquote cheerleaders 
to raise morale and they just hire women to go in and like cheer them on as they code because remember remember like the, more women you, employees that yeah, way yeah yeah it's like that's how they can beef up those numbers without actually having them you know uh being you know part of part of the teams that can be harassed you know they, they all, yeah, i was gonna say they also that's probably have them sign solution. a thing that says like harassment is okay yeah <laughs> that, that's their enlightened solution you know again this less less women less women fewer fewer problems of her of, of women being harassed simple done problem solved <laughs> yeah Next. we did it we solved sexism <laughs> Just like keep the, them the SpongeBob and Patrick <laughs> as the the city's burning down around them. Um. So that was you know that's a another update on a story that actually you know we touched on uh, a while ago. You know this next bit is you know it's always it's basically it's been you know a, a weekly thing for us here that it's like that honestly is kind of a reason why I I hope to Im- that we can potentially you know teasing a little bit now that we can implement some some changes to the the pod format going forward, you know, still hitting, you know, some current events as they, you know, as, as big things happen. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a, it, it has turned a little bit into, you know, this has become a Microsoft act activation podcast, <laughs> which like, I don't really love it. Like, you know, one, the stories are bummers and they, it, it doesn't make me feel good. Um, except for this last bit that I'll add the, the, uh, the Blizzard Albany union uh, successfully uh, passed their vote uh, yesterday. Fourteen what Blizzard uh, Albany union. They don't exist. <laughs> so they, they There's don't never take, been a Blizzard Albany. It's like four. So the vote passed fourteen to zero. One vote was discount was thrown out for irregularities, and three have been challenged. Um. What does that even mean? It I don't know. It's like, but it's basically there's a certain number, there's a certain amount of time. I mean, even mail if they, in, they were mail-in ballots, that's probably why. yeah. And it's like uh, if they, <laughs> uh, good you know, folks. it doesn't matter. They they have the majority, um, so it's they just there's a there's a little bit of time that has to that has to go before it, or like with the a little bit of bureaucratic stuff that go that's involved. But then they'll start negotiating. Um, but so yeah, cool solidarity with them. Uh, fuck you, Activision, for you know, again, just doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Which, I mean, they're they're you know, you can understand why they do why they you know why they did it that way. It's always worked in the past. Um, but we like to see that things are changing and that uh, you know, workers are getting what they deserve. Um, I'm gonna take the stance of that uh, uh that one. EU regulator. I'm going to be biased here and say that uh, good. It yeah, should bi- be biased or based. Yeah, I mean biased and based are only one letter apart, friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And that letter is I, and I am based. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, what what I what I really had here was we're, we're we've actually heard some some uh, rumors. I guess it's still all rumors. It's yeah, rumblings. I guess is the best that the FTC we've we've they've they've finally poked their head up from the sand that they are likely to file a an antitrust lawsuit to block the deal. Um, probably anywhere in the next few weeks. Should we expect something like that coming out? Um, so, I mean, I want to know who the so wh- where's who's the who's the judge that that ends up going to? Because if they're conservative, it's over. 
Well, yeah, I mean, well, so first off, the it hasn't even been decided yet. The four commissioners on the board still have to vote to, and right, go to Clarence to see Thomas if, personally, personally. If that, even, if that even happens, then it goes in front of then it, see, then it actually goes to the courts. Um, but so yeah, it's you know these rumors are potentially you know like I can't wait to find know, out jump, that Clarence Thomas the shark also bit. is an expot. Yeah. <laughs> Say so he he loves sexual harassment and Call of Duty. His two favorite things. And, uh, I mean, I was mean, was he the one who voted against interracial marriage? No, that was McConnell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did I tell well, you like, ever tell you guys that I that I met Clarence Thomas? Yes. Oh, uh, I remember in college, and he was the most uh, he's the most like uh uncharismatic and you know just unfriendly person you've ever met like you know the whole thing is like you know we're we're perspective you know this is back when i was a sicko who thought i still wanted to like you know, i was like pre-law and thinking i was going to do stuff like that but it's like um you know we're all like perspective you know we entering the field you know and all that and it's like his first thing is like yeah uh don't ask me about cases or opinions you know the past decided or future or whatever don't do any of that don't ask um, me about my career. <laughs> yeah, don't do anything about that. Um, ask me and, about my decisions. And so, like, I'm like then like racking my brain when it's like my turn. What the fuck am I going to ask him about? And so, coming from Connecticut, he he went to Yale Law School. I'm like, you know what? I'll ask him. Uh, you know, like to to anyone from from Connecticut will will appreciate. You know, it's like uh, the best pizza, the best Worcester Street pizza. You know, are you a Pepe's or Sally's? Uh, answer modern. or modern? Yeah, it's like which is one. And he's like, I have no idea. I never got pizza when I was there. It's like I have no memory of these things. And it's just the, the absolute. <laughs> oh and I was God. just like, well, fuck me then. Um, I, all, I, I know we're not trying to put him in a comedic role, but I'm all I'm picturing is like Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, no, it's very similar. <laughs> what, what pizza do you like? I do not eat pizza. Yeah, no, it was a very, it's very similar demeanor, and it's just like really, really annoying. All right, but yeah, that, that's a digression. But uh, I digress. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, I kind of wish I wish Mike was here to weigh in on this. Um, we we have seen Microsoft is is apparently also finally ready to offer concessions. Uh, you know that this is despite their previous hesitancy to provide any official remedies. If you guys remember, that was like the entire reason why the EU commission has gone into its second phase of the investigation is because Microsoft failed to offer any, any remedies. Um, But, you know, apparently, you know, they're feeling the heat and are ready to deal, but that deal, you know, apparently uh, consists mainly of just a 10 year licensing deal to PlayStation, you know, to Sony, uh, you know, over call of duty. That's it. There, there's a fun, uh, like, interesting little information uh, twisting going on out there where people think that the 10-year concession was the original offer when the original offer was, I believe, three years on PlayStation. That was what was publicly yeah. discussed, yeah. But there's there's been a lot of, uh, I won't say which podcasts I've listened to, who've been pushing the idea that the entire time it's been a 10 year uh, offer to Sony and Sony has been turning that down, trying to turn it into a like, Sony's being greedy. 
Yeah, because you, I'm pretty sure I know which podcast you're referring to, and they're and they are absolutely they are like funded by Microsoft yes. or by, yes. by Microsoft, you know. Yes, so. constantly giving away Game Pass codes. Yeah, they like they are an an unofficial official partner, you know, of Xbox. So yes. you know, no bias there. I I just thought that was I was listening. I actually shut it off when I was listening to it because I was like, I, I legitimately can't like deal with like people peddling wrong information we never do that here we, ne- we never no, do we're always here. right because yeah. we yes. are based <laughs> not biased i not biased based andrew did you see though that activision shares went up two percent after the the story about microsoft ready to deal when uh went out yeah i did see that which just points again to more more support that the market thinks this is going to happen which i mean I do too. Yeah, because it's like just because the lawsuit gets filed doesn't doesn't exactly mean you know that it's this is in trouble. Um, the biggest thing that I've seen though that I think is the it's like a logistical thing with the the nature of the deal is the fact that uh, they've got the companies have until you know July twenty twenty three to close the deal without having to renegotiate, and any administrative lawsuit filed you know at the end of the year or January could potentially you know not be resolved in time which would force you know the the deal to be abandoned that's it would be like a it's like a you know a, a pocket uh or i was trying to make like, you know, like a pocket veto reference but you know basically just be like you know like uh you know without officially going through the channels it's just like you know through basically drag it out until it has to die yeah to the point where it just it can't kill happen. it in litigation yeah so it's that's i think the most interesting piece from that but uh also um, let it be known i anal <laughs> sure i i again i i don't think uh i don't think the, you know the the ftc like is one in a strong enough position even though if i think their arguments are correct i don't think that they have the institutional you know backing yeah how and... much money are they worth microsoft's worth more so clearly microsoft is right yeah, so you like even if a, those even with a more money were to go in, it's yeah. I mean, like at most, yeah, they'll get some concessions out of Microsoft, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I mean, Sony, yeah, like even... puts. Go ahead. Go Sorry. Ahead. So no, I was, I was just I was I was just gonna add that like go as you said previously, like going to litigation doesn't mean this is dead by any means. I mean the the HBO, uh, what was it HBO and. The, dis- the discovery they- thing no before that one is it comcast uh it's not comcast it's the other one hbo at&t deal went to litigation and the judge ended up ruling that that deal could go through so like it's not the precedent isn't that this means it's dead by any means yeah and so we we've talked about it time and time again and i won't go into it um just you know like that the the call of duty question is you know, that's the smoke and mirrors, right? That's like highlighting the actually, uh, you know, valid uh, concerns that you are seeing Sony put out more forcefully that like, it's not really just about Call of Duty. It's about, you know, their larger library and their ability to, you know, foreclose the market through something like Game Pass to, you know, make it so that that Sony just, you know, that people are going to migrate systems and that, uh, you know, just Sony can't 
won't won't be in as in in an ability to com- to compete like they will. Like, like, like I do think have. it's funny that people think that Sony bringing back SOCOM would be enough to offset it. SOCOM, that's a throwback. All right, boys. Uh, this has been a good one. Anything else you wanted to uh, wanted to throw out there before we hit them with the plugs? Solidarity with the rail workers. They've been fucked. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, fuck Joe Brandon. That uh, kind of goes without yeah. saying. You know, the man. You know, loves. Uh, you know, so much for being. You know, like the 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 next FDR. Um, man it's more like going to be like the new reagan uh you know except with the instead of the you know the airport you know the the airline unions the it's going to be the the rail workers so and you know it's going to be more supply chain fuckery again brandon's america bloody shambles all right folks uh you can check us out on twitch at twitch uh, twitch.tv slash campaign comrades sorry it's been a while um well now that you know say i'm back to being more set up we will we'll be back on our regular schedule uh check us out on tuesdays for uncut comrades everything that doesn't make it into into the pod will be done there and actually that may take on more of our news role in the future we will see um but uh yeah mike doesn't get his plug because he's not here so sorry <laughs> that's the rules yep all right folks uh till next Every time week he's not here i get a cut of uh of his tcg player <laughs> uh but yeah uh folks till next time good night and good gaming i love you very much bye bye bye